0: Two peas and a bong, bong. two peas and a bong, two peas and a bong, two peas and a bong, two peas and a bong.
1: y'all uh two peas in a bong back at this thing again it's your boy dp it's your boy
0: man kevin Patton reporting live from unfiltered arizona still kicking and screaming ubon all right, y'all. So um, one thing we want
1: to uh, start doing is introducing this little segment called uh, Who You Taking? So basically, we'll just uh, give you a scenario and then we'll throw out a few choices. And then of those choices, you know, we'll ask you based on the scenario who you taking. All right. Um, so here we go, man. Uh, first segment of Who You Taking? And, and listeners, y'all can give us some feedback and let us know if you like this. Um, you can also give suggestions on what you'd like to hear us talk about if you want us to do a particular uh, scenario and some choices you have in mind and just kind of get our take on it uh, let us know so here we go who you taking you're entering a two-on-two tournament two-on-two basketball tournament for a fifty thousand dollar cash prize you have a choice of these three as your teammate Kyle Lee Watson played by Dwayne Martin and above the rim Sidney Dean played by Wesley Snipes and white men can't jump Quincy McCall
2: Played by Omar Epps in Love and Basketball. Who are you taking? Give me Sidney Dean, man. Come on, man. Wesley Snipes. He was a hustler, too. So, you know, we're going to go out
0: there and game you. He gamed his own damn teammate. Shit. <laughs> Which is why I can't take Sydney Dean because he beat and tried to hustle me out of half the winnings. <laughs> I can't mess with Quincy McCall either. Shout out to Crenshaw High because Quincy McCall did go to Crenshaw High. He was terrible. His best move in the movie was against <laughs> Sanaa Lathan when he <laughs> gave her the shoulder and jumped <laughs> <dunked> on her.
1: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I agree with you. However, I'm saying his best move was against Sanaa <laughs> Lathan in the bed room when they was playing one-on-one on a little court. That was the best
0: All one. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking Kyle Lee Watson. Um, The man could play in extreme environments. This dude told Birdie he wasn't playing for him and then went out and annihilated Birdie's team. So playing on a big stage, playing in a, a big environment is nothing for Kyle Watson. Uh, You know, even after that, the man was, he was protected, man. His boy killed Birdie, so he was good in the streets. And then, you know, Birdies brother was banging his mom so they was so he was protected all the way around so when Kyle Watson went to Georgetown you know it was nothing man he I mean in his freshman year he got there and he sank a jumper to win the game so damn man you got this all mapped out I'm gonna
1: go ahead and say I'm taking uh Kylie Watson also um Sidney Dean I mean (sighs) I was kind of on the tip of. I would let me say this. I take him definitely before Quincy McCall. <laughs> he's the he's the next on my list. If I can't get Watson, I'm going with Sidney Dean, <laughs> no doubt. And, and, and just off the strength of what Uban started with, like he's a hustler, so I know <laughs> we gonna we gonna be hustling some cats out some game. We gonna we gonna hustle some cats out some game. So I gotta give him a little respect on that tip. But McCall, man, he gets no love,
0: man. It, oh. um,
1: <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry, man. Uh, his girl ended up being the better athlete of the of the relationship. Um, yeah, I mean, I would take her before I take him. Monica ended up being the better athlete than Quincy. And maybe Monica should have been the one who was on the list instead of his ass. Hey, Amen. <laughs>
0: Hey, man. Sidney Dean was getting hustled, though. They broke into his house in the, on the movie, man. So, I mean, I, he had a lot of distractions, but he had too many things going on. He was the ultimate hustler. Hey, man. He might have hustled me. Oh, shit. And the producers of that movie, Spike Lee, all of y'all that produced that movie, y'all ain't shit for allowing Dorsey to beat Crenshaw in the playoffs in that movie on Crenshaw's home court. That was bullshit.
1: Hey, man. All right, man, man. We're going to send this out to, to Spike Lee and see, you know, if you can get... Get a response. There you go, <laughs> Kevin. Sound like he want to slap the shit out of him. Okay,
2: he wasn't shit. Is was, was was his was his exact <laughs> word. <You didn't laughs> that.
1: All right, man. So that was who you taking. So again, folks, uh let us know if you're feeling that um but on to some other things man uh last episode we talked about uh some nfl moves um i had mentioned uh the panthers bringing in teddy bridgewater and i asked you guys did that signal the end of cam newton's days i think ubang you had mentioned um why don't they just release them if it you know if it's really real if you ain't really feeling them stop bullshit and release them and then go from there and, and then i i had mentioned that i think that that was the talk you uh, the very next day they released him so who do you guys think should sign cam newton at this point uh it looks
0: like all signs go to cam newton going to the los angeles chargers um i think the chargers have a nice offense i think they have a nice nucleus around him and i think that he's better than philip rivers <laughs> so he's an upgrade he's going to do much better and uh i think that they will be competitive so my my, my pick is the la chargers okay
2: i like the chargers too um as a good landing spot they have a lot of wax. Um a nice offense that he can um he can flourish in. And I think Cam is already he's he's built for the big city. He's built for LA. He's a fashionista or fashionisto or whatever the fuck they call him, wearing bonnets and shit that you know Hollywood says is fashion. So (laughs) he's equipped to be in Los Angeles. Um but I would also love to see him in New England with Belichick. Ooh, Mm -hmm. that could get ugly, man, because um they got Sony Michelle and um what's the other? Uh, other running backs named white um yeah i'm sure the patriots are going to get one have to go after one of those still wide receivers in the draft um and cam never if you think about cam's best years he never really needed like a a number one wide receiver to be effective you know so he doesn't need uh a deandre hopkins or julio jones or a uh, odell beckham to to have a prolific offense so i think him and bill belichick and um josh mcdaniels can really make some shit happen in new england too so i wouldn't be surprised if he ends up up there. Um
1: I think I asked you guys if y'all thought uh the Patriots would be taking a stab at adding him. Um cuz that's kind of who I was thinking just off the you know, off the rip was that the Patriots would be the ones who would go for him and where he would probably be most effective. But, you know, there is a glaring need in Los Angeles. Um, I could see him landing there with the Chargers. They need somebody to kind of bring some hype to the team, especially with the new stadium and all that stuff there. I mean, when you compare them to the Rams, you know, bringing on that new stadium and you got two teams playing out of there, it's just kind of like you see the Rams and then it's kind of like, oh, Chargers okay um so i could easily see him coming there and kind of bringing some new life to the squad um there man i saw somebody reporting some shit about him going to baltimore as a backup i was like what the fuck Mm, no like are you kidding me yeah yeah, so um, but the Steelers, um, I think if you brought him there, he's he's a better option than Roethlisberger. Think he could beat him out in the quarterback competition. If you want to be real, will they allow that? Yeah, exactly. Will they allow it? I'm just saying, if you if you're trying to go with your best option, I'm almost. I could bet my bottom dollar
2: he would beat Roethlisberger out. I don't think Cam is going anywhere where he has to fight for a spot. I think he's going to a spot where he is the guy. Um, and, you know, as far as maybe Jameis Winston, who I think got a raw deal, but I think maybe Jameis Winston to Pittsburgh would be a good fit because he could he could beat out Ben Roethlisberger, to be quite honest with you. But um, Cam, I don't see him in Pittsburgh. He has to go to a starters role. And I think um, I think the three that are viable right now will the Chargers, New England, and uh Miami. What about uh Jacksonville? Uh, Jacksonville too. I mean, they mm. they, got, they got that they got the Cam Newton type offense. Mm-hmm. A bunch of ragtag receivers. They got the hammer uh Fortnette. That's he's not um McCaffrey, but you know, you can make it happen. Cam's game has always revolved around a good running game. So, they have that. So, you know, and I mean, who do they have uh Gardner Minshew, the the dude out of uh
1: Washington State? Yeah. Nick Foles lost his job to Gardner Minshew. You. yeah 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 and then Nick but they just traded Nick Foles so then I think that could be an option as well so I mean wherever he goes um I think this would be like a, a defining moment in his career man it's kind of like now what does he do at this point going forward because I think he has a lot left in the tank um if he can stay healthy man I mean top five quarterback easy easy yeah, no, no, no doubt. Oh, you questioning that, Kevin? You looking up thinking, man, I'm saying top five without even I'll thinking say about top it.
0: top 10, yes. I'm sitting here thinking about the top five, I, I think. A healthy Cam Newton, you not throwing in the top five? I'm i I'm thinking. I'm going through my, I'm going, I, I have to really sit down and write this down. So off the top of my head, I'll say no. I'll say 10. Top 10, yes. Top five, mm, I, I don't, I'm not sure.
1: Okay, all right. I, I, I respect that. No, <laughs> you <go>. okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. Uh, no, nah, I mean, hey, man, it's it. Hey, it's your opinion. You're entitled to. It. You're entitled to it, baby. <laughs> what can I say? Like shit. Oh, so, all right, okay. Well, again, we've talked about this. What I'm about to touch on, we've talked about um, the quarantine and everything for a while. You know, it's kind of like all things have stopped or the majority of things have stopped um definitely sports entertainment has just in general um i know kevin um you are in arizona yes how's it looking for you man
0: man it's crazy man because um the way that everyone is parading around here there's like i mean rest so restaurant dining restaurants are closed and in gyms and things like that but and man everybody's moving around like business as usual they're um you know nothing is is we don't have uh, um, restrictions. Well, they just put some into effect um, as of march 28th at 8 a.m they made it to where all regional parks in the city of gilbert are closed down so playgrounds splash pads athletic courts and drinking fountain however the walkways are still open the restrooms along the walkways they're open um and that's in the city of gilbert in the city of phoenix which is ironically the fifth largest city in the united states in population and in uh square footage the um there's there's just restriction access. There's there's a there's population restriction to the parks and the the trails, the mountains, things like that. So nothing closed. So people are still hiking. People are still going bike riding. Uh, people are still man going to gyms at churches. Quiet is kept. Um, I, I actually I've seen some live videos of some people that I know are <laughs> hitting him. Nitches get stitches.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh um at there's so in the community that I live in, there's a community pool. There were people swimming in the community pool earlier this week, like out there swimming and in- and in tanning and everything. So it's, yeah, man, it, it, you look at Arizona and, you know, n- nobody's really taking this serious.
1: And when you say population restriction, you just mean that there's a cap on the number of people
0: who can be in one place at one time? Yes. I'll tell you, I'm um, at the grocery store at Sam's Club this week. They were letting five people in at a time at Sam's Club. Um, However, you know, in my line of work, I work with, uh, I'm, I'm in mental health. So I was uh taking some clients down to, um, apply for, for medical, make sure their medical was up to date and and they were applying for some food stamps. So when I took them down to the, uh, the DES building, they had it to where only one person could go in at a time, but everybody was sitting outside around each other. So it's, there's no social distancing outside because everybody's amongst each other, but yeah, one person in at a time, you fill out your paperwork, you finish your paperwork and then you're done. The next person goes in, they were kind of urging people to do it online but we had already went down there. So I got a chance to see that firsthand. Um, I, I went to another grocery store. I went to a grocery store today. Um, they had it to where the, you know, the carts were sanitized. They gave us a sanitized cart when we walked in. They weren't putting restrictions on the people that were walking in the store. They did make us walk in the same entrance and make us exit out of the same entrance. So that was something as well. And then, you know, when you're checking out, it's every other register. So that that's another thing that I noticed that they're doing all the time.
1: Okay. Do you guys have the six uh, feet away from each other distancing rules
0: as well. They're, they're you know we've heard of that. They're saying it, but nobody's really enforcing it. So no.
2: So at the grocery stores, they don't have the uh, the tape where it literally separates
0: six feet between each each person in the line. Not at all. No, we have that in LA. We see the. I mean, we're we I'm I'm reading articles. I'm talking to family members in different places. I got family members in New York where they're like, man, they're scared straight. They're like, man, we don't even want to walk outside. We don't want to, but you know, I understand that they're packed on top of each other. They're really, it's real condensed as far as the population goes. My brother's in New York, but he's not
1: necessarily scared straight, but, um, he was rolling to get, you know, all of his stuff and supplies stacked up because they were enforcing rules pretty much being just as stringent as, uh, California is. So, uh, maybe, I don't know why it's more lax than Arizona. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of the vibe I've gotten from a
0: couple, people that I've talked to out there, so I don't know. One of the reasons that I, I, I feel like it is lax, I look, okay, so I looked up the um the largest cities in terms of square miles. So you got Jacksonville, Florida who, they got the largest city in terms of square miles with 875. Florida's not closed down. You got Houston at second with 669 square miles. in Texas, they're not closed down. Out of the top five, the only state that's closed down with one of the largest cities in terms of square miles is Oklahoma. Oklahoma City is the third largest city in terms of square miles, 621 square miles, and Oklahoma's closed. So I look at it as when you have less people... Per you know, I guess square mile, it it doesn't. I I I think that the people are more lax in terms of that, and they're not enforcing the rules as much because of the open space. And and this is this was a good uh, point that Uban brought up. Um,
1: that there are these uh, rules in place. Um, you know, how do you guys feel about the folks who are disregarding the rules that are in place? And are you one of those folks who are disregarding the rules that are in place?
2: So um, there's a video. So uh, okay, obviously LA is a little bit more strict because. They expect uh, California, L.A. to have a lot more cases, uh, especially now that more testing is available. So we have restrictions like, you know, you have tape every six feet um, in line at the grocery store. Limitations on how many people can go in at one time. Um, and I saw a video uh, that came out today of LAPD having to shut down a one year old's birthday party because some black folks decided they still want to have a party. It's like <laughs> probably like 30, 40. It's a, no, it's a real thing. And no, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> well, the video came out today. I don't know if the incident happened today, but they literally brought out about, it looked like about 20, between 20 and 30 LAPD officers to shut down a birthday party. And of course, you know, all the people that were in the party are recording it like, oh, y'all gonna shoot us? It's a one-year-old's birthday party. Like y'all don't get it. Again, go back to what I originally said. I don't know if this shit is hype or if it's real, but whatever it is, the shit's serious enough that you shouldn't even be taking those chances right now. Like just err on the side of caution. And stop trying to be the con, you know, the contrarian. It's like fuck that, man. We finna go turn up anyways. Like, okay. Everybody that had a birthday in the month of March, anyone that has a birthday in the month of April and likely anyone that has a birthday in the month of May, shit's going to get fucked up. And it's just like, okay, you can postpone your shit. You can still turn up three months later. I know once everybody gets out of this shit, it's going to get crazy as far as the parties and the the turn ups. Like the first couple of weeks is going to be like everybody just got out of jail. So,
1: (laughs) yeah, that shit is funny. I've seen the memes with like... (laughs) people with clothes laid out like it's the first day of school, like this time will be first yeah. day off of quarantine. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I just saw something where the president extended that stay at home rule or, you know, keep your distance rule through uh, April 30th now. So it was, I think it was like April, it was like a month and it was it's like April going 30. through like the 5th, 19th. So they, they've extended it through April 30th. So, you know, because they, they're, they are afraid that the cases are going to uh, get higher and higher. And they were thinking about actually um, do, taking some um, some more measures, I think, like more of a real quarantine in um in New York, New Jersey, and. Connecticut I believe but uh, the President um ultimately thought Against it but you know, yeah they're Talking, about, hey, whatever they were the case talking about
1: the subway systems and all Of that the metro system and all of that Stuff because I think they were still Running
2: uh, the systems out there still Running
0: I know Pennsylvania still was talking
2: about that. so what I'm saying is it's a real deal you Know it's, it's it's a real deal so let's just you Know let's go ahead and again like for Some people shit if you got to get to Work you got to get you know like some People got to work so you're gonna be Out on the streets but the streets are Kind of empty man and you you really shouldn't be out unless you really got some shit to do you know i'll tell you one thing though that shit driving me crazy with these damn kids <laughs> <laughs> these little motherfuckers need to be in school because they ain't Man. got no damn bedtimes and partying and going crazy <laughs> so uh safe to
1: say Ubon, you're on the side of keep your motherfucking ass in the house um kevin I didn't clearly get your position are you on that tip as well um, things are a little
0: different for you but yeah it is it's man I mean I've been going to work like, you know, Monday through Friday, I'm interacting with clients. I have to take them to different appointments. So it's, it's, a, it's a little different for me. Um, I can understand if that is a rule in effect, it, then I wouldn't be going against that rule. Um, but it's just, it's not laid out like that out here. And I, I haven't seen it like that, you know, firsthand. So I'm, I'm doing what I need to, uh, as far as, um, you know, we're not, we're not going to the underground gyms or nothing like that. And I, and I'm not the one that has my children swimming in the, uh, in the community pool. So I'm not, I'm not doing all that, but, uh, you know, we, we're still going to the park. Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll get up shots occasionally. You know, that's funny because, uh,
1: I, I remember you as a habitual line crosser. So you're telling me that, (laughs) if the rule is in place you won't be one of them people who's out there throwing a birthday party and a shit like nah, that I, you I, wouldn't be i wouldn't do that huh? I, I wouldn't i wouldn't on that birthday tip man you know my daughter's birthday uh she's a march baby so hers did pass so we kind of had to do a you know in home situation so I, I actually uh baked her my own damn cake for her and stuff a cake and some cupcakes and you know happy birthday and, and all that kind of stuff we just went and got her some food and everything and saying happy birthday and just you know but that's kind of how crazy enough well, not crazy enough. that's just kind of how we roll anyway. We're just kind of we're real s- small, close-knit. We don't do you know super crazy shit at least on my side, you know her her mom wants to do a couple other things for her but unfortunately, you know, just to the effect of what Uban was saying, the turn up was shut down because of the situation. Um, So it sounds like both of you guys are kind of like, hey, man, follow the damn rules. Yeah. Uh, find ways to do shit uh, without, you know, overstepping what the boundaries are at this point. So take the shit seriously. Yes. Um. So then, uh, but since it is that everyone is in the house and all that kind of stuff. Hey, what do you turn to to keep connected with folks? Social media. So people are finding uh, creative ways ways i'll say to um to stay in touch and to uh to still kind of do things that involve others and there's a lot of um challenges and virtual parties that are happening i know d nice had uh you know his his virtual party popping off i think i hopped in there on instagram and he had about a hundred and uh 40,000 almost 150,000 people in the first time that he did it and then the nba tried to do a collaboration with him to do another one but i don't think that one was as big as the as the first one that he did um you've got people issuing i've gotten caught in a uh, couple of these challenges issuing push-up challenges issuing singing challenges issuing music challenges od challenges all kinds of damn challenges so how do y'all feel about all of these challenges in these virtual parties. Um
0: I think they you know I think they're cool, man. Um I'm not going to I don't accept too many of the challenges just after a while it gets to be too much for me. I jumped in a push-up challenge, did you know, did some push-ups a couple days and then after that it it kind of stopped. Uh just I don't be on Instagram enough to really fully engage in what everybody's doing. So that's that that's, that's just me.
1: Yeah, man, you did some sucker shit, man. You uh you issued a challenge to me that I accepted. Then I issued a challenge to you and you didn't accept it. So I'm a am going to remember that shit,
0: man. Uh, hey, man, and let me let me jump back in on something, man. Cam Newton is a top 5. I I just went through the quarterbacks, looked at all of them. This man. Yeah, I I, I, I want to put that out there. So yeah. I apologize, Cam.
1: This nigga had a 25-minute brain fart.
0: Hey, man. Nah, man. I had to go back and look at him, man.
2: When healthy, when healthy. Yeah, when healthy. That's the caveat. So so, um, as far as you know as far as the challenges and shit go you'll never catch me doing a fucking tiktok challenge you'll never catch me doing a little shitty dance challenge where they line up like they doing a the fucking mamba or the mambo and start <laughs> baby come give me some hey the way I
1: rock with my kids man I don't know I might end up doing that shit I don't
0: know they like to do shit like that but I walked in and put camera out the way they, they, my whole family did it I just walked up like nah we're done is Angela gonna put that up man did she do it too. Uh, it, yeah, they what? all were doing it. And I just was like, eh, I was last. I was like, yeah, nah. Oh, okay. So, but the um the push up challenge, like I got into that
2: one day. Um, it was cool. The take a shot challenge, you know, obviously, I mean, I drink, so shit, I can drink on social media. That's cool. Yeah, I got hit up with a with a oldies
1: challenge and music challenge. But y'all know, I I, I love music, so I wasn't tripping. I'm like, yeah, I could put on some some uh some songs or some shit that I like. Yeah, go ahead, let's do it.
2: Yeah, I got I got. I got I got tagged into that one. I love oldies too, but I just I didn't. Really, yeah. And it's another one. It's another one now. Um if you like somebody's picture and it's oh, yeah, until that. tomorrow or motherfuckers. I didn't I didn't ask because you know, sometimes I'm just scrolling through. I see somebody I know, oh, hit a picture, blah blah blah, double, you know, double tap. So I didn't call. I didn't got caught probably in about five or six of those at least, and I didn't DM the person <laughs> back like nah. <laughs> you not, know not what?
1: Doing it. Hey, I did the same shit. Hey, look, right. hey, shout out to uh, Johnny Jones, everything Jones. So uh Johnny boy Johnny sent me well he posted this thing of him flying his drone on one of his trips right and I'm looking at that shit and everything is Mm -hmm. all good and I guess the until tomorrow thing is supposed to be some embarrassing shit of you of yourself or something that you did a picture of it or something and you have to leave it up until you know the next day or whatever I could be wrong but hey whatever I think that's kind of the gist of what Johnny was telling me but so Johnny uh, back back to him he's got this video of him flying his drone on his vacation shit is looking dope I'm like all right, look at Johnny And I'm just looking at the video on some regular shit. And then at the end of it, it comes around in these trees and it crashes. (laughs) And I'm like... I'm like, man, I was like, did you crash that motherfucker at the end? And then everybody else is like coming behind me laughing, like, yeah, I was about to ask the same thing. Johnny DMs me on some on the chat about the challenge. I was like, hey man, nah, I ain't doing that shit. Like, yeah, you can forget that. Like uh-uh. the game ends here. If it, if it if I was supposed to be continuing this motherfucker game over, like not doing. It.
2: Yeah, nah. So like, you know, like that shit. I'm just I get it, you know. But um man, call me old school, call me call me a nigga. You old school school nigga <laughs> yeah okay well, call me bubble but i'm not throwing them I ain't
1: oh, doing them. you old school nigga
2: seats taken i don't see anybody here <laughs> yeah man so you know um no i nah, feel man, you on that one. like me. i mean
1: i'm cool with some stuff like all right the music all right the push-ups and shit i was like all right but then man i was getting push-up challenges all over the place and i was like shit you know brother ain't been working out too too tough i'm about to have the noodle arms you know but you know i mean it was cool to you know get a little active something to do so i you know but again i'm kind of uh just accepting him on a discretionary basis like it's some i'll take and some i'm like nah so i feel you but bon. um I just want to ask y'all, man, aside from the challenges, then what would y'all suggest someone do during this time to pass the
0: time or efficiently use the time during the quarantine? Work on your craft, find your passion, figure out what your passion is and figure out ways to monetize, make money off of it. Um, you know, looking at from... In 30 days? (laughs) I'm just saying like this. You're looking (laughs) from 2008 to to 2010, some of the businesses that were created. You had stuff like Uber. Um, You had, um, um, what else? Pinterest. You had different businesses that weren't necessarily brick and mortar that took off. So now use this time to start working towards it. Doesn't necessarily mean you create it, but a seed is sown and you're working towards building something. Building something that's going to make you some money. So, yeah, I, w- I would definitely say that because people are still spending money. Yeah. and OK. But
2: for the person that is a housewife and just is not looking to or just somebody that's not looking to monetize off of whatever this so-called craft is um, or someone that just hates their job and happy that they're working from home. Like what else would you suggest? Like me personally, I'd say like for me, um, I'd say. Get creative with your workouts. Um, luckily for me, I have a, a bench, so I have a heavy bag. I have some dumbbells in the backyard, so it's just you know. And with the with the with the with the forty five pound uh, Olympic size bar, and I think I probably have about three hundred pounds of free weights. That's enough to mm-hmm. really work every muscle. You know, you can do legs, you can do shoulders, arms, everything. So, I mean, I'm good to go. You know, I, I've held on to that shit for like 15 years, even though, uh, you know, I got a gym membership. So just be creative with the workouts, man. You know, just there's a lot of different if you're on Instagram um, or even if you just watch TV, there's just a bunch of different workouts you can do that. Just you can do from home uh, shit. My motherfuckers that they got extra time getting the book reading. If you you know just that's like some
1: simple shit. I want to say this though, Kevin. I, I jumped on the IG live where uh your kids were doing a, a workout live. So so you, so you yes. guys are doing um, that as well.
0: Are they looking to monetize off that? They are. They uh their business is Intellectual Baller, and so with that, uh one of the things that they're doing is they're going to be selling workout plans to the student athlete. Intellectual Baller is the official brand for student athlete, and that's one of the things that they're doing. So in addition in addition to the workouts and the workout plans, another thing they're going to do is they're going to help with meal prep. So student athletes need help with meal prepping, um, stretching. And so these are the things that they're practicing now in this time while, you know, everybody's just kind of sitting around looking for things to do. So yes, definitely.
1: Well, I'll uh, chime in on the workout tips. So Ubang, I don't have quite 300. I think I got like 200 and some change of free weights with the Olympic bar and the bench, even though my bench is kind of, uh, rotten away, but it's sturdy enough for me to, you know, get on there and throw something up. I threw a little bit up today, but, um, and then kind of incorporating what your children did Kevin when I was watching um, I'm looking I'm like alright they kind of motivated me to go get my ladder throw it on the ground I took my kids out in the back and we were doing the workout and you know it was it was cool man just a, another way to just kind of get the whole family involved while you're doing something healthy you know you're getting yourself together being more creative like you were saying Uban getting creative with your workout so um, you know I'm also into martial arts uh, study Hapkido so you know, I have a standing bag out there <clears throat> that we can also hit as well. So I had them going through some ladder drills and, you know, a lot of stretches and stuff like that. We did some jump roping and everything. And then we, you know, we hit the bag, some punching and some kick just to kind of wrap it up. And then we took a, we took a quick, uh, it was a, it was five of us. We took a quick uh, run around the block so and then we we came right on okay you know right on back in so you know we didn't veer too far off you know um but yeah it was it was it was nice to get that in today
2: yeah no nah, we definitely take advantage of getting the kids out for um, a walk every day they we just hit the block two times they they get on their scooters and you know um and, and get around just to get out because i think even for kids it's being stuck in the house that shit is after a while man it's like get me out of here yeah. you know what i mean so
1: yeah. no, nah, i agree i agree but um and Kevin, I know you were throwing you were thinking business like. Um, so I I would say in Ubang, you mentioned reading books. So I would say to couple those two things and do something like you had even if you are a business minded person and you actually have something already. Or you have a hobby or something. It doesn't even have to be a business or something that you're monetizing. It could be a simple hobby like Uban, you were saying, the housewife who's not looking at housewife or house husband, who's not looking at monetizing. They're just kind of doing their thing. They may have a hop. So whether it's your business or your hobby, you know, go ahead and uh, read, do some research about something you can do to enhance your skills and your hobby or your uh, business um you know it maybe you're not taking over the world in 30 days but you could improve on you can hone in on a certain type of skill that can improve the whole entire process so um that's that's another way to look at it as well what's up y'all Don't forget to follow us on IG, Twitter, and Facebook at Two ps and a Bong. That is the number two, W-O-P-E-E-Z-A-N-D-A-B-O-N-G. Two P's and a Bong. That's our handle on IG, Twitter, and Facebook, y'all. Thanks for rocking with us. We'll catch y'all on the next one.